0: Sack King's Therapy, and welcome to episode 15. This episode, we'll talk about. um Well, we were originally actually going to talk about what the schedule is going to look like, and then all of a sudden, the positive test came out, and then we were going to talk about the positive tests, but then all of a sudden, the schedule came out. So today, we're going to talk about all three. So, with me,
1: Fong. Hello. Aren't you excited? It's just, it's just, the news just won't stop coming in. I know, it keeps on flowing in. Oh well,
0: let's uh, let's get it started then. Um, okay, so uh, home court advantage for apparently home court advantage for Orlando is just gonna be basically they get the higher seats, get the better hotels. Uh, I forgot the names, but I just remember Kings are in the Yacht Club. Ooh, <laughs> and apparently that is the I guess the worst of the hotels because you know they are amongst the lower seats. Yeah. So. Uh, it is called the yacht club and from what i've read it's still pretty
1: damn nice it's probably one of the yeah i don't think i've ever been to a hotel like that right it's not the worst of the whole disney world but it's the worst out of all the teams that are staying
0: yeah the worst out of like million dollar hotels like <laughs> what a millionaire stay in so mm-hmm. you know uh I, you know like it's not really a competitive advantage really and you know we can't really replicate home court advantage so you know this this will probably do
1: yeah we're just sharing it with three other teams yeah so
0: yeah we'll we'll see how it goes i you know at least we're in the playoffs and i'm uh, i'm happy about that kings are gonna get a chance okay so we're gonna dive a little bit into a much more controversial topic so of course the black lives matter movement is still running strong for the most part throughout the country and players have talked about not playing and actually just supporting this movement, namely Kyrie Irving. <clears throat> and I just kind of want to see where you stand on that. Should players come come back and play despite the movement for <clears throat> the fight for social justice that's going on right now? Plus the virus. Let, let's not forget the coronavirus st- is still a thing.
1: Oh, man. That's that's a lot to take in. It is. Uh, I mean... As an NBA fan, I would love for them to play, but at the same time, yeah, I understand that if this is a movement where you you want to support and uh, the virus too, it's uh, it's just keeps on coming back too. It, it's it's a hard topic, I'd say.
0: Yeah, and you know, like you know, un- you know, for selfish reasons, I of course want the NBA to come back, but I do understand like the danger that is. It- Coming back because you know the virus is not going away for a while. It's here to stay, and of course the Black Lives Matter movement after the death of George Floyd, you know, is running strong and it's trying to fight you know for social justice for uh, bl- uh, Black Americans uh, against police brutality, and you know it is an important movement. And I do think you know the marching is good as long as it stays peaceful. But I do think still I do want the NBA to come back. And and also, I think that the NBA, when they come back, is going to are going to include some sort of like message on TV. And a lot of people are going to be watching when they come back. You know, you can argue like maybe interest will decrease like like as the games go on. But the first few games, if you put a message on TV, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to see that and probably going to want to support the movement that or going to be enlightened on the topic that way.
1: Yeah, for sure uh, NBA will bring in a lot more publicity into um this movement and hopefully about the virus too. Yeah. So,
0: you know, uh, you know, there are going to be it is an unfortunately tough um tough call to make, but I uh, you know, ultimately I do want the NBA to come back both for selfish reasons but also, you know, it do- it c- it can make sense in some ways. Mhm. Okay. Uh on to the next topic. Uh so there were talks about like you know certain players uh who are going not going to report into Orlando but we're going to start with the Kings I guess um so everyone on the Kings for the most part I think has has uh reported for Orlando except for the ones who have tested coronavirus we'll get into that but they're the one even the ones that uh got tested positive for coronavirus are actually going to report into Orlando hmm. after they quarantine anyway
1: besides that some of them have tested positive um yeah that's great everyone wants to play kings wants to play We're we have a chance and we'll get to that with the scheduling but yeah that's that's great no one uh pat down now i'll be excited for the kings uh to potentially make the playoffs
0: yeah it's it's good to see enthusiasm in a young team and you know it would be really beneficial if we do make the playoffs and we'll talk about that a little bit more. So n- moving on to the next topic. So there is apparently going to be a smart ring that I think players are, it's op- optional for players to wear. It's called the Aura Ring. Now, this ring apparently has um, talked about being able to track uh COVID-19 and actually detect COVID-19 3 days before uh players actually show any symptoms. And of course I think it's optional to wear, but what what are your thoughts on on a on a ring like that?
1: I I think it's dumb. <laughs> I, I I don't like how can you test something like that when it's like I doubt you could test temperatures with that ring.
0: I won't go as far as you, as a straight up calling it dumb, but I I have seen videos on it. I've listened to some podcasts about this ring. It's it's not been proven at all. Basically, the the, the only the ninety percent uh, positive rate that they get is only reported by them. It has not actually been thoroughly researched, and doctors are you know skeptical of this actually working. And of course, we are not doctors, but we can. But, you know, we can trust the opinions of actual doctors to actually kind of know what this actually is. And for the most part, this has not been proven. It's not that it's not been proven to work. It's not been tested at all. And there's no data to support it actually being, you know, legit.
1: Yeah, I, I smell that this is some sort of money thing going on.
0: Yeah, they might be just putting a lot of money into the marketing more than the actual I mean, but you know, it you know, it doesn't hurt to test it, I don't think. It's you know, you just wear a ring on your finger. It doesn't really affect, you know, play, I think, but you know, Lord knows. Man, why not? Just try it out. It doesn't hurt to learn more about the coronavirus. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh okay, uh next topic. Kings uh signed Cory Brewer uh right before the 24th, I think. I forgot the actual date they did it, but I actually had to check the year on it because I wasn't sh- because it felt like this was something I thought it was a troll tweet from uh last year that someone just happened to retweet. But no, they actually did sign Cory Brewer in 2020 and he will be joining us in Orlando. Yay. Now, of course, I, you know, ha- I personally don't think Corey Brewer is a needle mover. I don't think he's really going to do anything, but, you know, he's a good energy guy off the, you know, off the bench. You know, he could mentor a uh, Justin James, you know, be that good locker room presence. But as uh, you know, on the court, I don't see him having much of an effect because he's not really the best defender anymore and he can't really shoot. <laughs> So those are, you know, you don't have the three or the D. It's uh, it's gonna be tough to play you.
1: Yeah, I think I've also read that he declined some teams as well just to sign with us. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, hey, you know, like some
0: people do like sack, like the king, they maybe do like the team, you know who come here actually usually want to stay but for some reason we don't want to sign them but you know um i assume it's because we prom i'm pretty sure the king's probably promised that he'll get playing time
1: that mm, is see. my theory on this one now i've been going on like red and twitter lately and some people thought you know instead of signing cory brewer would you have or minded getting Iman Shumpert instead I would not have minded I really wouldn't have cuz
0: uh, like uh, to be fair like you can't really get anyone good on the on the buyout market which basically what th- is what this is and you know Iman Shumpert he was that g- locker room leader and we kind of fell apart after we traded him away you know we just lost that fire and you know that locker room again that locker room presence that Iman Shumpert iman actually brought to the team and you know like i, I really wish we resigned him because after after uh was it the nets released yeah. him like th- mm-hmm. this year and uh yeah like it's just kind of weird um that the kings don't want him back i i don't think the front office likes him all that much because they thought he was too harsh on the players maybe but you, you gotta have a guy like that on the team i think he's got to get over it just bring bring him back like Bring him back next year, for for heaven, for God's sakes, but I don't mind Corey Brewer. I think I think he'll be okay, you know, as a as an energy guy off the
1: bench. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see uh, what kind of playing time he gets for this season because I don't think there's any reports on he's gonna bring on the table yet.
0: Not really. No. Uh, okay. Uh, next topic. So there are players who have opted out of playing um these are just some of the names so boogie uh demarcus cousins is out uh he's he was recovering from acl surgeries he did have quite a few teams that were interested in him but he opted not to come back just he wanted to heal up his acl to make sure he's good for next year uh trevor ariza is also out he is in a custody battle with his wife right now uh to get his 10 year old or 12 year old son i think and a he basically opted out of coming back and that's actually kind of a big loss for Portland actually. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't know this, but he's shooting 49% from the field and also 40% from 3. I, I did
1: not know he was playing so yeah, well. Yeah, a lot better when he was with the Kings.
0: And this is kind of a weird thing cuz like, you know, um Faze has played a lot better here. <laughs> and Yeah. It's, it's one of those weird trades I think where everyone wins. You know, we did trade away winning Gabriel and Caleb Swan Swanigan, but they're not really doing anything over in Portland anyway. So yeah, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, Davis Bertans for the Washington Wizards is sitting out. He is an upcoming unrestricted free agent and is probably going to get a payday uh, from some team. So that's kinda, He doesn't want to get injured because he actually had ACL surgeries on both knees before. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah that's probably why you want to stay out he was actually playing incredibly well actually for them he's he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league mm-hmm. so yeah a, a big loss for the washington wizards but let's be honest they've really never had a chance anyways they're they're what 22 and 40 i think let's yeah. see yeah yeah check 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 that out for me while i talk up. so willie collie stein is also out he is having a baby his baby his Um, his girlfriend, wife, uh, baby is due in July. So he wants to stay, he wants to, you know, he doesn't want to go into the bubble. He wants to be there for the birth of his child and spend time with a youngborn. So, you know, good for him, you know, congratulations, Willie. Um, welcome to fatherhood. Um, just, you know, get better at basketball. Okay. uh, Also, Avery Bradley is also out. Uh, he has a son that has a history of respiratory problems, so he doesn't want to, you know, infect his uh, son. So that's, you know, more than understandable, you know. You know, hope, you know hopefully uh, we'll see him back next year. Did you get the Washington Wizards record?
1: <laughs> Hold on. Uh, gee, 24 and 40, yeah. <laughs> 24 and 40. So no,
0: that was close. 20, not 22 and 40, but 24 and 40. So yeah, the fact that they're in the playoffs is kind of like, why are they in the playoffs? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I,
1: I had to chuckle a <laughs> little before saying it <laughs> because I'm like...
0: Yeah, yeah so you got to scroll all the way down, probably. Yeah.
1: So.
0: Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just another question. So about the bubble, of course, I there. I don't think the rules are completely set on like what happens if someone breaks the rules and leaves the bubble. So and we're we're not gonna go over too much about just like. How the NBA should look at it? We're just gonna say, what should the punishment be for people who break the rules that are set in place right now? What, what would what what do you say? What would you say should be the punishment if a player, let's just say, leaves the bubble, contracts COVID nineteen?
1: Yeah, in my opinion, I think he should get out. Just get out. <laughs> you're you're not playing. Go home. Go home. Yeah, Quarantine go home. yourself. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I I, I kind of stand with you on that. I don't know about just them leaving the entire time. Ten games, I think, is a, is the minimum, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got to quarantine for the fourteen days. You lose a lot of trust, of course. Like, I don't know if people are gonna want. You know, the players might be saying stuff like, "What do they really want to play against a guy who's actually tested positive already?" And we'll get into that. But um, yeah, so. I'm I'm not with you in terms of just banning them for the entire like rest of Orlando, but ten games at least for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, for me, until they get healed, that's my opinion.
0: But that but that's the also the other thing. Like you know, you can't like you'll quarantine yourself for fourteen for fourteen days. You don't know if it's fully gone. To be honest, I don't think. Mm. You can't contract it again. So, like, Lord knows, you know, that whole mess. So, but we'll, we'll just stick with the punishments. You think they should be banned for the entire uh, duration of Orlando? I think they should at least get 10 games. Okay. Uh, and, and another King's, uh, kind of, not really King's news anymore, but uh, former King, Fra- Frank Mason, G League MVP. Congratulations to him. I'll be honest, I didn't watch any G League
1: games. Yeah, I mean, neither. Plus, he's over in the uh, Milwaukee. G League, yeah.
0: uh, Good, good to see him finding success though. Like you know, your former king. You know, well, we we here in Sacramento always love our former kings. Yep. Unless you, eh, no, but we love basically all our all our former kings. I don't think anyone's really kind of shit talked the city like Mm. after coming here. I don't
1: think, right? Not that I could think of. I think I I used to follow all the former kings wherever they went, even Ben McAdams.
0: I mean, I like Ben McLemore. Ben is a nice guy. I can't hate him.
1: Yeah. So far, all the players as of, like, what, 2010, since Boogie, have been pretty good, I think. I can't recollect to uh, think of a bad player so far.
0: I mean, the closest one I can really think of is maybe Trevor Reza. He said something about the team, not the actual city. So maybe something like that threw a little shade at the, the Kings organization, which is warranted to be honest, but you know, still do not talk shit about our city. We will mm-hmm. hunt you down. Oh yeah. And to kind of close out this segment, uh, Vince Carter has officially retired after 23 seasons in the league. Um, he announced his uh, retirement. I think just today, actually we're recording this on the 26th and uh yeah, really long story really long storied career um seven-time all-star i think a, I think two time or one time all nba rookie of the year in 2000 and uh was actually a king i actually forgot he was on the king yeah <laughs> yeah uh one memorable moment i guess i have from vince carter is that he i think this he was um uh, i don't i don't even remember that if he did this as a king now, now that i think about it but a player, not a player, a fan from China came over to like, see Vince Carter because Vince Carter was his uh, favorite player. And Vince Carter saw him and said, you know what, you can throw an alley hoop to me. And the kid threw an alley hoop to him, and he dunked it. And yeah, it was really
1: nice from Vince. Yeah, nice guy. He, good. I'd say he's a good walk-around presence. Good locker room
0: veteran, you know, mature guy, kind of, you know, mentors the young guys. You know, can't really hate him. He's he's a really he's he is a really nice guy from what I've heard.
1: Mm -hmm. Sadly, can't remember too much of what he's done with the Kings, but I'm pretty sure he has done a lot. Yeah, and he
0: is likely going to be moving on to TNT. It's one of the reasons why he joined uh, the Atlanta Hawks. So yeah, be be ready to see him on uh inside the NBA <laughs> soon. Hmm. Okay, well, okay. Let's move on to the uh, Kings' schedule that was just released today. We had to kind of rewrite our show a little bit um, because we were just going to talk about the positive test, but we, we'll actually put that off. But we'll talk about the schedule first. So uh, Kings' schedule: uh, the first game back on uh, July 31st, San Anto- will be against San Antonio. Now, of course, San Antonio is without LaMarcus Aldridge. And yeah, basically, they're, it's going to be... Hopefully, this is a game that we win because it's very much winnable. And, you know, it's our first game. You got to make a
1: statement. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm pretty sure we'll win this. I don't, I don't think there'll be any caveats to... not. What am I saying? No.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll win this.
1: <laughs> Why did I say that word?
0: Yeah, I will say it's just that this sets the tone for everything. If we lose this one, oh, that is gonna be oh, that is gonna be awful. Yeah. I'm gonna have a sick feeling in my stomach
1: for a little bit. We're gonna have to win the next six games to <laughs> even have a chance, really. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, second game will be against Orlando on uh, August second. Now, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't watch any Orlando Magic games. They don't do anything to actually make me care. So honestly, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if John and Isaac is back, by the way. So, you know, maybe he's back, maybe he's not back. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you have to say about the Orlando Magic?
1: Uh, easy win.
0: They do have home court advantage, technically. So
1: there's that. Yeah, yeah te- technically, the whole like the whole area is their home court advantage.
0: <laughs> you know, like this will probably never happen. But like, what if
1: Orlando wins the championship?
0: do 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 other teams call foul on that cuz they were like well they had home court advantage cuz they were in their home state
1: how about Miami they're only like so far away from orlando no that's a that's a gray area
0: uh, imagine Miami heat wins did they did this is it home court advantage i don't think so eh. Yeah, that's basically the tagline for Orlando for the Orlando Magic. So uh, next game, uh, Dallas against the the Luka man on the on August fourth. So uh, you know, of course, Dallas has the what should have been the king (laughs) should have we we should have drafted uh, Luka Doncic. Um, You know, KP KP of course uh, had an ACL injury um, two years ago at this point. Was basically kind of like recovering, and now he's had more time, even more time to recover. So he's going to be healthy. Dwight Powell will be out. Dwight Powell is blue as Achilles and is not going to be back until next year. Mm. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, games against i don't even say dallas i just say games against luca are always interesting because guess what most people see him as the guy we should have drafted and that will never go away yeah so i think we can we have a chance to win this game i think it's a winnable game but you know it's gonna be rough if we lose it (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) a funny little thing apparently the two times we actually lost to dallas uh you know, I don't know if this really mattered, but Rashawn Holmes was not playing in either one of them.
1: Yeah, and I was in one of those games.
0: And yeah, and you did not have a good time, if, if
1: oh, you told me. Oh, yeah, it was that fourth quarter was brutal. I don't,
0: I don't know, but I, I mean, I, I guess I want, I would like to see Luca, but at the same time, like I don't want to be in that, be in that environment where like everyone says, like, come on, Luca, we wanted Luca. I don't mm. want to be anywhere near that. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about the Luka Doncic jersey guy?
1: Yeah. Uh, I've never seen him personally, but I've, I, pro- I think I've seen pictures of him.
0: Yeah. He, for those of you guys who don't know, there was a guy who got a custom Kings jersey with Luka's number on it and Luka's name on it. Kudos to you, you know, for showing up with that. Cool. You spent $140 on that. You know, you, you do whatever the hell you, you want with your money
1: it's it's a bit petty but you know yeah uh, you you never know maybe he got it before the draft and we weren't <laughs> selling them but okay it, oh. was,
0: it was not being sold by the kings <laughs> anyway anyways, so yes a winnable game we'll have to see how we look we'll have to see how you know dallas looks they rely a lot on the three maybe they go cold oh hell, hell maybe we go cold who knows but <sighs> Yeah, the, you know there there is a recipe to success, is to shut down Luca. Easier said than done, of course, but you know that is a strategy. Okay, uh, next game will be against the New Orleans Pelicans, the Zion man, the Lonzo man, and yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a very competitive game. This because I feel both teams are. I don't even want to say even because you know they do have Zion, and Zion is a force all on its own that transcends all logics and gravity. So. You know, this will be a rough game. Who do you think is going to guard Zion?
1: Uh, It's got to be Rashawn, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we were talking about it. And uh, yeah, now that I think about it, I can't think of anything but Rashawn.
0: Because I think Barnes has to guard uh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. And yeah, that really limits what we can do. You know, Zion does not have a jump shot. Maybe we can leverage that against them. But like, you know that hasn't really stopped him <laughs> like he is a he is a powerful boy not even a, he's not a thick boy he is power
1: yeah is pure power i don't want to see Rashawn getting injured or anything but <laughs> i feel I like i might. don't want to
0: see, i don't want to see fox switched on to him and he just bulldozes <laughs> like just destroys what what will be left of De'Aaron fox after that
1: yeah i feel I'd like just back out <laughs> you're, you're there's no way yeah
0: so we'll see and you know like you know my boy lonzo you know, he's been good and he's the perfect match for zion and yeah we'll have to see how this one goes you know i did predict them to win they they were the team we were gonna face before you know the uh, suspension happened and you know i was i was really hoping for them to win that game uh new orleans does get back jj Redick, of course and he is crucial to their success and he was actually going to be out for two weeks uh, right as the season got suspended, I see. So, of course, we get Marvin Bagley back, but we don't know what Marvin will be like when he comes back.
1: Mm-hmm. So, he's bulking up. He's uh, bulking
0: up. Hey, as I said, you know, MJ had a foot injury. Marvin had a foot injury. They went back into the playoffs, or or you know, MJ came back in the playoffs, and <laughs> Marvin might come back, might get to the playoffs. I'm 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 bang on to score sixty. So, yeah, we'll great. see if that happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful comparisons. Yes, wonderful,
0: yes. Both, 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 both African-Americans and can jump very high, so yes. Uh, okay, now on, uh, on the next night, on uh, August 7th, uh, on a back-to-back, we'll be playing against Brooklyn. Now, of course, Brooklyn is without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, so they'll be led by Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. Now, this should, this should be a winnable game, but you know we didn't play well against them the one, I think the one time we played them. We actually got kind of smoked by them, but we'll see. Um, I I do like Dinwiddie. I do like Harris Lavert. They're good players, but I think I think we can handle them.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because wait, Kyrie's back, right? Kyrie is not back. Kyrie's out. Oh, Kyrie's out. Okay, yeah, we should we should have this in the bag hopefully because you know
0: spencer dinwiddie is a microwave guy man he was one of the guys i would have liked to have traded for buddy because we need a guy like spencer dinwiddie to replace what buddy brings to the table
1: Mm, that'd be interesting Kyrie, buddy and kevin durant
0: i mean yeah that'd be pretty amazing i i don't know if they're gonna compete for a championship
1: that way but Mm, you know it's 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 interesting that's a lot of money too
0: yeah, I don't I actually don't think twenty million is that much anymore because of how the salary cap is. It's doable. Mm. It's very doable. I'll just say that. Okay, uh, next game. Uh, will be against Houston on August 9th. Now, Houston now has skinny Harden. And uh, we don't know what Russell Westbrook looks like. There, someone said he might come back oh, fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be hilarious if he comes back fat for some reason. I actually saw workout videos with him. Nah, he, he, he'll be fine. But <laughs> it'd be funny if he came back fat. Um, yeah, so I think this is going to be our toughest game. We'll, we'll get to another game that I think will be tougher. But um, so Houston, of course, has James Harden and the Brody, um, Russell Westbrook. And they have no more centers. They're, they're pure small ball now. Mm. And you know we're not exactly a big team. Like we literally had, I think Harrison Barnes playing center at certain points when the injuries were really bad. So this will actually kind of play to our favor a little bit more,
1: actually. Yeah, that will be interesting matchups. Who will be their center? They're four and five. I mean, it's PJ Tucker, right? (laughs) No, PJ Tucker's been the
0: five. Yeah, well, he's basically yeah, like that. That's the thing. I, if in a traditional game, I think he'd be a small forward.
1: Uh-huh. Like,
0: boy, I, I always, I've always felt bad for him that he has to bang with big guys. It's like, honestly, if if like he gets injured, that team's over. He's, I think he's just as important to that team as Harden is.
1: Because
0: mm. like he he's a thick boy that somehow is able to guard guys that are like you know six inches taller than him and like you know 20 pounds heavier than he is mm-hmm. so yeah it's, he's he's one of, he's definitely one of my favorites but yeah so he'll basically be the five it's either him or covington but you know like both of them can i think can handle marvin bagley if he ever plays the five
1: uh-huh. you
0: know if they're pro they might even play rashawn off the floor for all we know
1: yep we'll have to see oh so,
0: yeah Okay. Um, next game is going to be the new uh, New Orleans Pelicans against. We already we already kind of talked about them. Uh, yes, the Zion man is very powerful. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Okay, and the and then the final game is going to be against the Lakers. Now, of course, I do think this is the hardest matchup of them all. Of course, you know, Lakers have AD and LeBron. They are a force that is all on its own and they transcend basically any team any team in, in the 8th uh, seed playoff race. However, the caveat is a lot of people who have brought this up. Do AD and LeBron play? <laughs> because it's the last game of the season, basically. Regular season.
1: Yeah. I don't think they will. <laughs> I, I yeah. I can't think of the last time LeBron ever played the last game of the season either.
0: Or if he played, did he even play that hard or play that much? So Yeah. We'll have to see how that one turns out. But if they do play, we have like a smidgen of a chance to, if we even want to say that. Like, it's not a a great chance that we're going to win that game. But if they don't play, we have a good chance to win that game. And we probably wouldn't need to win that game. Mm Mm-hmm. And that kind of breaks it down for uh, the Kings' schedule. Just to kind of look through some of Menf- some of the other team schedules. So we'll start with Memphis. Memphis has a pretty rough, ske- a pretty balanced schedule in the beginning, but they end on a brutal stretch. They go up against Toronto, Boston, and Milwaukee. Now, same rules apply. That the same rules for the Lakers apply to the final three teams. Do, do, do you think Toronto plays their best players during those final games? Toronto, Boston, and Milwaukee? Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't think they should. I mean, they're already... Oh, I think great... they should. I think they should just to help us, but, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. They
0: have a moral, <laughs> they have a moral uh, duty to do that.
1: You, you know, I forgot, they are Kings fans, so they, they should be... <laughs> they should help us. Yes. But... But, but, yeah, in all seriousness, I don't think they would since they're already pretty set and probably would want to be ready for the playoffs
0: you know i i kind of go on the well i I agree that with that for milwaukee since it's the last game that they're gonna play toronto and boston i'm not sure if they'll rest their players because they still got to warm up you know Hmm. well maybe maybe they'll get their warm-up in the beginning half of the um play the tournament but like I think they, I think they might not rest their players to try and just get that rhythm back because they haven't been playing for, they haven't played for a while, you
1: know. I see.
0: So yeah, Memphis. I'm kind of counting on them to kind of fall out of that eight spot just because that is a brutal schedule. If if the, they play like their players, but we'll, we'll see. Memphis has a tough road ahead of them. Okay, on the opposite side of that, uh, New Orleans. Probably the easiest schedule is out of all of them with their only game that's really that tough. With with only one game against a top contender uh, against the Clippers, and that's it. All the other teams are kind of subpar. And, and then there's the King. They play the Kings twice, of course. And we don't know if those are going to be... You know, well, I like to think the Kings are a really high uh, upper tier team. They're not. So, you know, it, it really just... You know, they have the easiest schedule and they have probably the easiest a uh, path to catching up to the Grizzlies. I wonder who the NBA wants in the playoffs.
1: The Kings.
0: Maybe. That's why they that's why ESPN left them off off the list. But you know, like <laughs> I do think like to be fair, they did have the easiest schedule, like, left, um when when the season was suspended. And, you know, this is somewhat fair, I guess. Like Know, they, you know, it kind of mimics like what the original schedule was going to be. So, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Like it, it feels a little bit unfair, but you know, it, it, there's no guarantee they win those easy games. So, and who knows? The Kings might pose a real challenge to them.
1: Yeah, we might. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, okay, uh, Portland, uh, a relatively balanced schedule actually, but really, but it's still a very tough schedule. They do play pretty tough teams uh if i just take a look at it right now so let me see so they play memphis boston houston denver clippers 76ers and dallas and they close it out with brooklyn now al- almost all of those teams ex- with the exception of Bro- brooklyn i think are losses because those are tough teams you know, Memphis is going to be playing, of course going to be playing to stay in the playoffs. Boston is a tough team. Houston's a tough team. Denver's going to be a tough team. LA Clippers probably going to be the champions. 76ers, what to see what they are. And Dallas of course are wild card. So, you know, that's going to be tough for them. They do get Nurkic back though and Zach Collins. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how they play when they get back. I am a believer that Nurkic will not be good when he comes back. What do you think?
1: Let's see. It's been, like, what, two years? One year. It's only been one year. It's only been one year. Since he's been on the court? Oh, man.
0: Yeah, he broke his leg, like, towards the end of the season, too, which was really unfortunate.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, we're I we're going to have to see. I can't remember how much he uh, provided for Portland uh, during... He, he was amazing. He was arguably the second-best
0: player. Behind Dame over c j
1: last year, he was good, yeah, I can't remember, but if uh if he like totally healed up from these injuries, he's gonna wanna you know get that warm up in because he's probably not gonna be that type of player that he was for Portland a year ago.
0: At least not for now. I do think he'll bounce back a lot, a lot like Paul George did. But like, even when Paul George came back, like that at the end of the season, that first year, like he wasn't good. Mm-hmm. He still had to get, like, you know, he still was rusty and that's understandable. But it's just, I don't think he'll be good just coming off a broken leg like that. A lot, a lot like Gordon Hayward last year, too. Like, Gordon Hayward was not good for stretches. He still, honestly, still isn't all that good, but still. Like, I think it just takes time for him to kind of get that mental part over. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, we'll we'll see what he, we'll see how he comes back. And of course, Zach Collins, um, a very key guy on the defensive end for Portland, so he'll be back. Um, So yeah, it's it'll be interesting how this race plays out. And yeah, hopefully the Kings get a chance to uh to make it into the playoffs. All we can ask for.
1: Yep, all we can ask.
0: And we're going to just round out this podcast with uh, the positive tests that have uh, been released. So, of course, uh, Buddy Heald has been tested positive. He was at a Skins League game about, about a few weeks ago. I almost called it and said he's probably going to get coronavirus. And he did, unfortunate. unfortunately. Unfortunately, my, uh, my prediction came true. Uh, Jabari Parker also tested positive. He's been in Chicago. He hasn't been in Sacramento, I think, for a while. Uh, Alex Len also tested positive. And uh, a fourth Kings player. I think it's specifically Kings player that was tested positive, but uh, right now we don't know who that is. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. of the Miami Heat also tested positive. Malcolm Brogdon of the Indiana Pacers tested positive. Skinny Jokic tested positive. Um, and two's Phoenix Suns. It doesn't mention player or staff member, so we actually don't know if there, if it's we don't know who it is. Basically, uh, two sons uh, tested positive, and that's the list I have right now. There might be more as we're recording this, so yeah, you know, forgive us for not including everything. Mm-hmm. But yes, the buddy, the buddy test is really unfortunate. You know, he's a key player in our, uh, in our, on our team, and you know I would like him to see him on the court. But again, he was. I'm sorry, stupidly in a league that playing in, in an indoor gym with Pat with, a, you know, that was packed with people without masks, standing very close to each other. And, you know, it's not all that surprising to me that he got coronavirus. <laughs> as for the other two, I don't know. I don't know the situation. They, just, they got it. And hopefully they self-quarantine. And hopefully they get better. Hopefully they recover as well and are able to report to training camp. Um, I guess just a random question for you. Uh, what do you think of Skinny Jokic?
1: I don't know. Uh, Why? How how skinny is he now? He's he's thin. He's very thin. Why you think he lost what thirty pounds?
0: Probably. Like he looks really like he's lost like his chin fat, a lot of baby fat.
1: Hmm. I, I still think he would play. You know, like Jokic would, but. Well, but... that well, that's actually the key. Now that he's skinny, he can't be as physical with people. That's that's also the problem. But at least he'll be quicker, I guess.
0: Yeah, he'll probably be better on defense in terms of mobility because you know his big problem on defense is mobility. And at mm-hmm. least like see how that goes. But yeah, uh, that's all I have. You, you have any other thought things you want to talk about?
1: Uh, not that I could think of, to be honest. I mean, I think we pretty much said whatever has happened up to this point and we'll be excited for you know games to be played
0: yeah i mean like yeah i'm kind of dying for some nba basketball i'm dying for some kings basketball I'm really excited for what what's coming next uh hopefully the kings come out strong hopefully they they start they basically pick up right where they left off
1: yeah we'll have to see yep
0: And that will be the end of this week's podcast. Um, Lots of stuff has been happening. So hopefully, you know, like, hopefully it's good. You know, we've had, we've been hit pretty hard with, you know, four positive tests and, you know, hopefully everyone gets better and hopefully we get some good old-fashioned basketball. And, of course, we hope that, you know, they include some sort of message for Black Lives Matter during the broadcast. Okay, well, that's gonna be the end of the podcast. We'll see you on the next one. We promise that we're gonna do the last ride. I swear because we keep holding it off just because the these podcasts end up being too long. But I think we will i think I think the next episode will be the last ride,
1: yeah. How many total episodes is the last ride as of now? Just five
0: as, as of now, it's five,
1: yeah, and we'll be watching it, and we'll be
0: talking about it in a bit. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Unless, you know, more news comes out and we just have to talk about that. As opposed to the last ride. (laughs) Okay, we'll see you on the next
1: episode. Alright, see you guys later.